Customer experience. It's what sets some of the best companies apart from the rest, yet can often be hard to achieve. Tune in monthly as we uncover the secrets behind great customer experience. This is Experience Better, the CX Podcast. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Experience Better, the CX Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Thompson, Senior Partner Relationship Manager at Kubra. With our mobile devices rarely out of reach, many of us are leaving our wallets at home and using our phones to pay rather than cash or cards. It's because digital wallets deliver what we're looking for, a fast, easy to use, safe and seamless payment experience. In this episode of Experience Better, we talk with Yara Alishan, Product Marketing Manager at Kubra to tell us more about digital wallets and why consumers prefer to use them. Yara, thank you for joining the show today. Thanks for having me, Scott. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking about this. So let's let's dive right in. We hear the term digital wallets, and I know some people are confused about it. So tell us what they are and how they work. So yeah, think of it as a physical wallet where customers can keep their debit cards, credit cards, ID cards, and insurance cards. So same for a digital wallet or e-wallet where consumers can store multiple debit cards and multiple credit cards on any device, whether it's a computer, a tablet, or even a mobile phone. So then they can easily and conveniently use them for in-store purchases or even for online payments, such as paying a bill. So consumers can easily register for a digital wallet by entering their payment information, which will be stored on their devices. And when they want to make a payment through a website or an app, the digital wallet supplies the payment information immediately. And this would eliminate the hassle of entering account details every time the consumer wants to make a purchase or pay a bill. So when I see someone at the checkout line and they're flashing their phone at uh, the payment keypad, that is the use of a digital wallet, correct? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you got it right. <laughs> there you go. So why why do c- customers use digital wallets? I mean, you you touched on it a little bit, uh, rather than carrying a physical wallet. What what is the attraction to customers today? Yeah, yeah, this is a great question, Scott. So the first reason is convenience. Digital wallets let customers do away with the need to carry a physical wallet or a purse because all of their payment information is stored on their devices. So they can shop and pay in store or online quickly. Let me give you an example here. Uh, Once I went for a run, it was really hot and this was back in July. I was uh, so thirsty, I didn't have my water bottle. So I just stopped by a convenience store and I paid for my water with my Apple Pay. So really it was so easy and so convenient. So, you know, I'm a man and like so many of us men, you're telling me we can do away with that old leather brick that we stuff into our back pockets that's jammed with every slip of paper, card, you name it. And it reminds me of, I don't know if anybody's Seinfeld fans out there, but there's an episode where George is stuffing this little piece of paper into his already over full wallet and it just explodes because it couldn't handle any more information yeah. so yeah that's obviously yeah. attractive exactly you you said it uh, scott so it is it is so convenient so yeah give it a try if you haven't started using them yet 
consumers can organize all of their information in an easily accessible way. So this would save them the time shuffling through wallets or purses for cards or cash. The third and most important reason is security. Uh, okay, I'm glad you brought that up because that was a question I wanted to ask and, and the security around these digital wallets. Awesome, perfect timing. So yeah, digital wallets offer an additional layer of security because customers' information are not is not shared with the bellers. Instead, their payment information is encrypted. It's also important to mention that e-wallets require strict biometric authentication, such as passwords, fingerprint checks, and face identification. According to a new study by Finder, 66% of customers use digital wallets for the convenience. 10% find it easier to track expenses, 8% less to carry, and 15% of customers, they use it for the greater security. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, those sort of numbers speak for itself. Uh, so in terms of, of consumers and businesses and business to consumers, what is it that billers should be thinking about and why should billers make digital wallets available to their customers? Yeah, I'll start by telling you about the customer's expectations. So customers today, they want to pay their bills as quickly and as easily as possible. So if billers want more consumers to do business with them, they should make paying bills really simple for them. And digital wallets, they deliver this seamless payment experience that customers expect today. Another reason is the improved customer satisfaction. So if vendors provide customers with what they are expecting with these seamless payment experiences, then this would certainly improve their customer satisfaction. Another reason is to ensure speedy and hassle-free transactions. So the easier it for customers to pay their bills, the faster billers are going to get paid. And this would enhance the billers' cash flow. I would like to mention that um, Washington Gas was the first company to add Apple Pay through Kubra. And we're currently working with them on, on a case study just to learn about the early adoption of Apple Pay. And through our meetings with them, they told us that the early evidence points to an increase in month-to-month -month bill payments. Wow. So this is, yeah, this is really good. Uh, one more reason is to stay ahead of competition. Contactless payments and digital wallets are considered a competitive advantage for billers. So if they really want to differentiate themselves in the market, it's time for them to add a digital wallet. Finally, it's important for billers to add digital payments uh, or digital wallets, excuse me, to meet the growing demand for digital payment options. Gen Z becomes an increasingly larger portion of the billers' customer base. They are currently 31% of the population. Therefore, the demand for digital payment methods will increase as well. So billers, they need to evolve to meet the changing expectations and preferences of their customers. So what I hear there, and all of that is for those organizations who really aren't offering digital wallets, you need to because customers 
not only demand it, but they expect it now as, as a payment option, correct? Exactly, exactly. So I, and, you know, also, it also sounds like it's no longer a cool thing to offer this as it's quickly evolved into a mainstream payment method. Um, mm -hmm. You know, are there any recommendations for billers who currently offer digital wallets to their customers? Yeah, I'll just say one thing about um, billers who don't have digital wallets yet. So if they don't have digital uh, wallets yet, it's time for them to give it a serious thought. As you mentioned, Scott, it probably was something cool or nice to have, but they are quickly becoming a customer expectation. And for billers who already uh, offering digital wallets for their customers, they should make sure to draw their customers' attention to them through an awareness campaign, just to let them know that these Digital wallets are available for them. Again, customers, they want digital wallets and are expecting them these days. So you mentioned earlier that currently Gen Z is roughly about 31% of the population. Can you tell us a little more about digital wallet user demographics? Because it seems like there's more to it than just the Gen Z population out there. Of course, because we started talking about Gen Z, I'll start with the generations here. So millennials and Gen Z, they are taking the lead and this is expected. So the youngest adult generations have embraced the digital wallet with 85% of them saying they have used at least one e-wallet in the past year. And when I'm referring to Gen Z, I'm talking about adult Gen Zers. With millennials having the second highest adoption with 80% of them having used a digital wallet in the past year. Although millennials and Gen Z are leading the pack, other generations are catching on. So 65% of Gen Xers say they have used a digital wallet in the past year, followed by 33% of baby boomers. So this is for the generations. The part that I was really, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Scott. Well, I was going to, I just wanted to, it's funny, you know, it just makes me think last night when I was at the store uh, getting a couple of things and I saw this guy walk up to the terminal, flash his Apple watch and I hear the beep and he's paid and he's done and he's out the door and, and it took all of milliseconds for that to whole, you know, the whole thing to transpire. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah, it's, um, they're very interesting. I think everybody now, like, they just want to use a convenient way to pay for, for like, even, like, M-Store purchases, as you mentioned. Um, what about the difference between men and women? I mean, you talked about the, the generations. What about the battle of the sexes? Is anybody, uh, men or women, adopting this faster than, than the other? Surprisingly, Scott. So more men than women, they use digital wallets. They are not only more likely than women to use a digital wallet, but they also tend to use them more frequently. Wow. You I, know, I wasn't so, expecting that. I really thought women would, would, you know, move the needle on this a little quicker than men would. So I, yeah, exactly. This is what I was expecting as well. So, yeah, according to Finder, 62% of men say they have used a digital wallet in the past year compared with 56% of women. And the, the part that I was really surprised from is like 44% of men who have used a digital wallet in the past year, they admit to spending more when using a digital wallet. 
compared with 26% of women who used them in the past year. See, that is really amazing. And I'm kind of smiling because, uh, you know, men are not known for their love of shopping and expanding their sort of their shopping purchases while out in the field like that. So uh, I find that really interesting. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. I totally agree with you, Scott. So let's combine all of that and sort of throw it into the last sort of couple of years of COVID soup that we've been sort of swimming through. How has COVID accelerated the adoption of digital wallets? Because I can only assume based on the industry metrics that, you know, online payments and, uh, you know, uh, emerging payment options have, have, you know, grown quite a bit as a result of COVID. So when COVID-19 started back in January or February 2020, customers quickly rushed to find alternatives to the standard payment methods they are using. And that's what to limit face-to-face interaction and limit contact with payment devices. So they flocked to digital wallets because they are very safe, easy to use, and there was no physical contact required to make purchases. Uh, recently did a research uh, at Kubra uh, around customer experience to learn more about consumers' um, billing and payment behaviors and preferences. And we found that during the pandemic, 23% of consumers started using PayPal, 18% started using Apple Pay, and 13% started using Google Pay. And here I would like to mention that these Statistics are for services and not for um, in-store purchases. So I assume that for wow. products that the numbers would be much higher. Wow. Well, that, I mean, that is significant in terms of adoption of any sort of new payment method. Those numbers are, are fantastic. And I just want to confirm, you know, you mentioned 18% started using Apple, 13 Google Pay, 23% using PayPal. And that's net new usage of digital wallets that didn't exist pre-pandemic numbers. Yes, yes, exactly. They started using wow. them. Yep, you got yeah. it. So that is uh, significant organic growth. Uh, amazing. So let me ask you this. Do you expect digital wallets, the, the trend that we've seen, you know, as a result of COVID, do you expect to see that stick in a post-pandemic world? I expect digital wallets are here to stay and that these behaviors are turning to habits. Customers, they, they started using digital wallets for the safety, as we said, because they wanted something without any physical interaction. So they came for the safety and the convenience. And I believe they will stay for the convenience and the security. Uh, I was reading a report by McKinsey the other day, and it talks about how behavioral changes are not linear. And their stickiness really depends on the satisfaction of the new experiences. So if the new behavior is delivering the satisfaction, it will become a habit forming. And for habit to, to form a habit, you need on average around 66 days or anywhere from 18 days to 254 days. Yeah, that explains why I haven't been able to really 
maintain my workout regimen because I clearly haven't been doing it for 66 days straight on average. So uh, that helps me in other areas. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Yeah. yeah, so for digital wallets, we are well beyond the time needed for new habit formation. And with the satisfaction rising, it's very safe to assume that the use of digital wallets will continue um, to accelerate. Just to support these assumptions with some statistics, um, according to MasterCard, 74% is the approximate percentage of consumers who state that they will continue to use contactless payments post-pandemic. Another uh, research by Jennifer, it expects that the total spent through digital wallets will exceed 10 trillion in 2025, up from 5.5 trillion in 2020. So Scott, let me tell you this, the, the digital wallets are here to stay and we will just see higher usage rates in the near future. Yeah, Yara, amazing. I mean, just those last few stats that you threw out, uh, 10 trillion in 2025, which is up from a little over 5 trillion in 2020. I mean, that's doubling in five years. Uh, that is, mm -hmm. that says it all. And I clearly need to start using them. Uh, as you know, you and I live and breathe this industry. So, you know, as evidence last night, when I saw that guy flip his watch, flash his watch, I should say, and, and make a payment and get out of there. Uh, I need to start doing this because I forget my wallet all the time and I forget to use my phone and it's just something I just need to adopt like everybody else. Yeah, You know what, Scott? So before the pandemic, I wasn't really loyal to any payment method. So I was using my credit card, debit card and cash. Uh, but when COVID started, you know, and I, the same as others, I really wanted to limit um, physical interaction with any payment devices. So I just started using um, Apple Pay because I have an iPhone. And now, you know, it's, uh, I love it. I don't even imagine going back um, to using any standard payment method. So yeah, try it. There you go. Yep. Uh, yeah. I need to get on the program there, clearly. Yara, thank you so much for sharing that with us today. It's been really uh, informative and insightful. And uh, I just look forward to sort of where this, you know, emerging payment option continues to evolve down the road. So Yara, now's the time where we ask our guests about, uh, tell us about a time when you had an incredible customer experience. And it can be from any industry, just really something that resonated with you from a customer experience standpoint and made an impression on you. Yeah, let me tell you about Air Canada. Two years ago, I was uh, flying from Toronto to the Middle East to visit my parents, and I was flying there by myself with two kids. My son, Adam, was two years and a half back then, and my son, Sari, was six years old. You know, mid-flight, Adam was so cranky. Uh, he was crying, wasn't able to sleep, the ear pressure, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and then uh, the passenger in the seat and um, next to us, he was so mad. He was so angry. He was yelling at us. You know, I got really stressed out between a mad passenger and a, a cranky kid. I didn't really know what to do. So the flight attendant, um, she came. Uh, she, she asked the passenger to move his seat. And then she carried Adam, my son Adam. Uh, she calmed him down. She gave seats and toys for my kids. And, and it, she kept coming and checking on us. So it was like an amazing experience, then, and, a very pleasant know, one. 
Well, and, and I love to hear because you and I both know amazing customer experience really starts with the individual and resonates out from there. And, and it's, you know, companies are, are run by the individuals and they're the ones who, who make the frontline differences in people's lives. So I, I love hearing it. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. And again, just wanted to thank you for your time today. Uh, really enjoyed it. Enjoyed all the information and look forward to having you back as a guest sometime soon. Thank you, Scott. This was like very interesting and I really enjoyed the conversation as well. Thank Perfect. you. Perfect. Thank you so much. You take care. Thank you. You too. That's all for Experience Better, the CX podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please send us your questions and continue the conversation with us on Twitter or Facebook at Kubra Way. That's K-U-B-R-A-W-A-Y or on LinkedIn at Kubra. Thank you, everyone.